said, what if, what if this whole chunk of land is connected to our tectonic plate? That would tell us that what happened yesterday in Nevada was not an anomaly. No, what if it was a precursor movement along the leading edge of the plate boundary fault from Los Angeles all the way up to San Francisco? Are you saying you think the whole San Andreas fault might go off? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Who should we call? Everybody. Oh, well, you gotta call the rock. You know, beat up the earthquake. The only one to call. Rock bottom. Do you think the earthquake started because it was a rock bottom and he it was re- so hard? He rock bottomed all the way up the coast of California. <laughs> Welcome back to the Last Road Podcast. This is episode 35. My name is Drew, and as always, I am joined by my friend and co-host, Mr. Badway. Hey, what's up? What's going on, Badway? Not much. Do well. Do well. Feeling better this week? Yeah, well, I always feel good, you know? After yeah. that plot fiction game last week, I yeah. think uh, sometimes, it cheered you up. Sometimes you gotta be grumpy. Romantic romantic corn eating, you know? <laughs> we. We had a romantic uh, corn night. Never forget that night. Anyway, this is The Last Row Podcast. If you're looking for us on the interwebs, thelastrowpodcast.com, on Twitter at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. We have a Google Plus page. We are also out on Google Play Music. If you haven't subscribed, subscribed already, head on out, subscribe there. And if you haven't had the chance, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you to everybody that's done so already. So, uh, judging by the uh, ominous opening and uh, the title on your phone or tablet or laptop or desktop computer, San Andreas is the movie this week, 2014, directed by Brad Peyton Manning, IMDb 6.1%, percent, 43%, 43% Metacritic yeah, 6.1, average. I thought I wrote it wrong there for a second. Whatever. A seemingly ideal day turns disastrous when California's notorious San Andreas Fault triggers a devastating magnitude 9 earthquake, the largest in recorded history. As Earth cracks open and buildings start to crumble, Ray Gaines, an LAFD search and rescue helicopter pilot, must navigate the destruction from Los Angeles to San Francisco to bring his estranged wife and their only daughter to safety. Not really an only daughter, right? Well, let's not get dark so quick. Current daughter. Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Alexandra Didadario, and Carla Gugino. So how do you feel about the term estranged wife? Was she estranged? I don't, I, I was, I never, I never knew what estranged was until like two weeks ago. Like, but, you know, that the term always confused me. But I guess the point I'm making but is like, it. wasn't he kind of estranged? It's the, he's the estranged husband. He's the yeah. estranged husband. Yeah. She's not really the estranged wife. She kind of moved on with her life, which we'll yeah. get into, but right. I don't know. I don't, not, I don't really agree how they phrase that there. So t- tell me, is estranged the one that is the stranger? See, who is he's, estranging? He's, he estranged it. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Like, who is estranging? Yeah, who's the estrangee? Who, who's the estranger? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Uh, uh, we need to make a ruling, but I think he is the estranger. Uh, let's go with that. Ruled. Ruled. I like it. Um, there is no body count officially, so I had to make my own body count in so this movie. They were not on moviebodycounts.com. San no. Andreas was not. No, 
See, now this is a PG-13 movie, so they were not as graphic as one might think a disaster movie would be. They had to go Titanic route. So Assumed death. Yeah, so I took it upon myself to keep account myself. I tried. It's very hard to do. I tried. I got the 10, all right? And it was about two yeah. minutes in. No, it was about halfway, three quarters, almost three quarters through the movie. I was at 10, counted. And then they hit the, they hit the Golden Gate Bridge. And it was over. It was, you, you just it was gave over. up. Yeah. You gave up counting. People in cars were going down. The boat hit the bridge. And people on the boat, it was had to have been at least 50,000 people. Where do you think this ranks in terms of body counts for disaster movies? Is it up there? Like, well, I don't know if we call Titanic uh, a disaster movie. No. I mean, the day after tomorrow, like the world freezes over. Yeah. But at least the Northern Hemisphere, New yeah. York at least. So we're talking day after tomorrow, global freeze, so many dead bodies. And we're not talking on screen, but if we're talking overall disasters, Independence Day, be blowing up the the major cities across the world, not just the United States. The chick from Say by the Bell, the college years, yes. just trying to hang out with the aliens. Right, exactly. Um, Armageddon, I guess, how many people died? Not, maybe they stopped it. They stopped it. Yeah, they stopped it. it. Spoiler they saved alert. the world. Yeah. So... Uh, 2012. I didn't see 2012. I, I imagine it. everybody died. That's that movie. the John Cusack yeah. one about the Mayan apocalypse. Yeah, I never saw that one. No, I'll say Volcano Twister had just bare Twister. Not that many. Twister was just like a yeah. town. Perfect Storm was just a boat. I know Wahlberg and Clooney were on it, but it's not just the boat when those yeah. two were on it. Was it Clooney right? Uh, Perfect Storm was. Uh, man, it was. I, why yeah, don't I was. know this? I think it was yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, what else? Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. The slash grandma. Volcano. The grandma <laughs> the died. Grandma. Like, movies come out in pairs, yeah. and we, you know, this is definitely a phenomenon, right? Yeah. Movies come out in pairs, Deep Impact, Armageddon, 2012, whatever it was. What came out during this time? I don't think this one had a pair. Oh, Tsunami. You didn't watch? The, <laughs> I never no, saw I that. Know. I've No. No, it's just like, I guess, Sharknado, maybe? Every once in a while. I mean, just not every time, but it happens. I'm going to let you in on a secret. Yeah. I love Dante's Peak. Oh, yeah. That is a great Pierce movie. Pierce Brosnan? I saw it in the theater, man. See, Pierce Brosnan's awesome. We watched this very specifically in high school class, high school earth science. You took it as fact? Yeah, we no. <laughs> we watched this in high school earth science, and I remember the teacher was trying to tell us, you cannot, in fact, drive a Chevy pickup across molten lava. But the tires are like the great A, man. It was hilarious. And, you know, the grandma, she walks through, like, basically acid rain bath. Yeah. Like that movie is so hilariously awesome. So you watched it for what not not what is not true. Exactly. Science, I okay. think it was just like the teacher didn't want to come up with lesson plans that week. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, we'll watch a movie. Let's point out the in, incorrect yeah. facts. So I think this movie ranks relatively low on the body count scale from all these other disaster movies, but still a lot of lives were lost. But we missed one. What's that? The happening. The happening. That's another disaster it is movie. The, yeah, disaster. The, the happening trees, was the man. disaster. The trees got you. The no, you're right. You. I, it is kind of low because it's just Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, it's not just Los Angeles. It's the the whole West Coast, basically. Yeah, from from L.A. to San Fran. Yeah. And at one point, Paul Giamatti says, I don't want to underestimate this. Don't underestimate it. They're going to feel this on the East Coast. <laughs> like, it got <laughs> yeah. to be very epic and crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, what did, did our table rumble over here? Yeah, it's a little bit like, whoa, what was that? Like, uh, us sitting here on the East Coast. Yeah. I, yeah, I doubt it. Paul. But yeah, I, mean, I guess you could say any zombie movie is is a uh, disaster movie, if you will. But, like a World War Z? Yeah, but I think it's a whole entirely Dawn bizarre. of the Dead? Let's not count those, because that's like, the, most it's a of different... the population is, is Brady and zombies. Yeah. Let's get beyond that. So I say relatively short in comparison, but still a lot of lives were lost. So before we get into the crux 
and the detail of this movie, I thought a little bit about the casting. We'll get into some of the details about the people in a second. But how does one audition for this movie that's not The Rock? Because I feel like this movie was written for Tom Cruise maybe six years ago, and it just happened to be The Rock. Because The Rock, like you said before, didn't use his muscles per se. Yeah, no, there's a lot of flying going on here. And he was perfectly casted, don't get me wrong. I thought he was great. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about like, like the daughter. Like, uh-huh. how do you audition for that? Like, does she scream? Because she did a lot of screaming in the movie. But she was actually one of the toughest characters. Well, that, now that you bring that up, I can tell you how it wasn't Tom Cruise. It wouldn't have made sense because Alexandra Daddario is, she looks like she's six foot tall, right? Right. There's no way Tom Cruise he is having a six that. foot child. Can't produce that. Not happening. Um, but yeah, I guess the lung capacity is a lot. But there wasn't a lot of screaming going on. Yeah, and when she did scream, she was underwater. Yeah, and... And she was tough. I mean, the, the the screamer per se was more the his wife. Yeah, his wife. His she was kind of tough too, though. Well, she was tough, but there was only a few moments where there was the damsel's distress kind of thing. Everybody pretty much held their own. That wasn't in the everybody who was in uh, the Rock's family, right? The Gaines is the Gaines family. What were pretty tough. Everyone else around them, they were the cowards. Not to be. Confused with the Chronicles of Daniel Riddick. Yeah. Which <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this yeah. guy, Mr. Fantastic himself. So really, I mean, if you're talking about extras, you just have to look confused. You have to be able to act with dirt on your face. Yeah. That's like really it, right? And walk around like holding your head like you have a headache. Yeah, that's really it. But how many of these extras were real and how many were CG? Because I'm going to just put this out there. I thought the computer graphics in this film was pretty spot on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot were, but really, anytime there's a close-up or anytime you had to emote, I'm sure like it's impossible to get a realistic-looking guy with dust on his face. Because like, you remember back in like NHL 95, yeah. when they had the people in the audience, it looked like basically cardboard-folded people. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, now we just played, what is it, NHL 2016 now? Yeah. You play that, and it's like full-scale oh, people. Well, even in like the PlayStation days, and even PS2 days, a lot of games had that cardboard look to it. Exactly. It's hard to fake a person, you know? It's easier to just fake the glass or fake fake right. the broken bridge or or the rock, uh, not the rock, but the rocks crumbling beneath right. your feet. Yeah. What did you think of the, the the effects overall though? Like oh, the it was buildings great. crashing. Yeah, and, it was great. I mean, it looked it, the effects in this were better than most superhero movies. Honestly, yeah, I, I always marvel at the actor's ability to to react to things that aren't really there. You know? Yeah, I'd love to see the filming of this because I was sitting there thinking, did they film this in Los Angeles? Was it filmed in? San Francisco, or was it all green screen? It's probably mostly green screen, or they were in some kind of studio and where like the ground was like false. There were lots of mats where they had to do a lot of stumbling, a lot of running and tripping, stunt work. And I'm sure it was very complicated in that aspect, but I'm sure a lot of it, a lot of this movie was probably filmed in a studio. I mean, I've seen situations where they take a green screen outside on the on location. Yeah. And they, you know, they'll stand in front of ATT Park. Yeah. And then they'll put a green screen in a certain spot and they can like basically computer in the building falling apart but yeah. i thought they did a really good job with this so as good as the, the special effects were there's one thing that bothered me about the special effects that they just can't seem to get right in all these movies any movie what is it it's the photoshopping skills of the family picture see that's i i thought the same thing when i saw it <laughs> we pointed it out i'm like that's not the rock's yeah. head the, the the shading is just way off it's there's heads on bodies that just don't belong there 
why can't why can't they get this right? Because they probably pawned this job off on an intern. Yeah, and they just said, "Here, kid, make this happen for the movie." Because they don't up, care. They don't care. They don't double check. It's just a prop. It's up for like all of three seconds. Yeah. But if you if you give this special job to an intern and really like explain to him, listen, buddy, this is very important for the movie. It's not important at all. But you tell the kid that and say, "Listen, you do this good job. We're gonna take care of you later on." Right. And then the kid will go all out. It's the right? notch on his belt. Yeah. Right. His or her belt. Right. Before we jump into the movie, like the details of the family and all that stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about the opening rescue. Oh, the Cause opening it rescue. sets the tone, I think for yeah. the, for the rock as the, as the main character and kind of what he's all about. Right. But I have a problem with the, the intro though. What is it? It's the, the tone of the movie was thrown off. The beginning of the, the tone of the movie was thrown off because of the scene. The scene reminded me of final destination. It was very goofy. It was very disaster movie esque. But not in the, in the way that they wanted it to be, I felt. They had the girl, she's texting while driving. It was like a PSA. Yeah, and there's a truck coming at her, and she's swerving. But, like, it's fine. Nothing happens. And then she gets distracted by a radio station or something like that, and it's fine. Nothing happens. It's a very final destination. There was multiple fake-outs. Yeah, and it was very goofy. And then finally, I guess the first tremor hit, and she goes off the edge, and you think she's dead. Uh, surprisingly, she was still alive after all the hits she took. I, you know, she was driving a Subaru, man. Yeah. Was, like, yeah. did Subaru pay for that? Was the was the was it clear? What is it? Was yeah, it was. It was yeah. a Forester. Like they yeah. they shown they shown in. They, they sure they did. Yeah. Zoomed in on the Forester. I guess I did pay much attention to it. But yeah, if it was that indestructible, yes, I believe that it's they did like you know that. she she fell off Route One yeah. in California. Yeah, and she's still safe. Right, but she's like hanging there. Yeah, so the girl's still alive. It's basically just a, a plot device to introduce the Rock and how heroic he is. He sends his buddies down to go save the day. They screw up, so he's got to go fix it. Boom, bam, boom. Goes and fixes it. And I love how he was holding on to her. Like, she's not strapped in at all. He pulls her from the car, and she's just hugging him. And he has both arms on her. Then he takes one arm away and gives a thumbs up to his friend. Yeah. Like, come on, don't do the thumbs up. Don't get cocky now. See, I liked how he helicoptered in. They were like, he's like in the helo, right? He's in the helo, and they're like, we can't fit in this crevice. Yeah. He's like... I forgot what he said. He's like, I'm going to have to. And he said like a helicopter maneuver. Yeah. yeah I'm not like a pilot. So I don't jargon. know. He's yeah. like, I'm going to have to take her we sideways. Gotta, we got a tipper. We got a tipper. And he like, he basically turns the thing sideways, yeah. like straight up maneuvers this thing in. And then freaking red arrow from green arrow, the show like yeah. is in it. And he's like the buddy. He gets his arm like pinned underneath the car. That's who it is. Okay. And he was barely in it. I thought he was like, I thought they were setting him up to be like a character. Yeah, no, There's only one character. I knew he was in it, <laughs> but but yeah, that that leads me to kind of the next point, right? So we're getting to the family, and this movie's kind of tough to talk about because there's not a, a super crazy plot, right? Basically, like there's an earthquake, his daughter's somewhere else, he's here, he's got to go get her to save her. But the point that I'm trying to make is, and I think why I really like the movie so much was because it didn't try to do too much. Yeah, and we talked about this on some other movies where maybe the plot's a little convoluted. I mentioned last week about Jurassic World, where it was kind of like. I didn't really understand the point of that plot. Yeah. I didn't really understand the point of this. But generally speaking, this movie is about The Rock and his family, and they kind of focus on that. And, and maybe, I liked it. Yeah, but maybe that's where I got thrown off a little bit. And I did like the movie, but maybe that's where I got thrown off on the, on the tone aspect, because if you compare it to other disaster movies like Independence Day, the weight of Independence Day is like it's very heavy. Like you, you, It makes you feel like there's a big event going on. And other things, like even The Day After Tomorrow, which isn't exactly a great movie, but it feels like an epic event. And this, even though there was there was mass destruction and the city was being destroyed, right? it just didn't feel weighty to me because they focused so much on three people and that's it, right? 
I maybe that's why I see. I took it the other way. I thought like it seemed more epic because it was the family and everything was kind of crumbling around them. Yeah, I see what you're saying, right. and I I could see how you would take it that way. But I kind of liked that it was about the family because it focused, it helped yeah. focus no. in on something that had just had so much shit going right. on. I'm not saying it was a bad choice. All I'm saying is I feel like that's why the tone of the movie is different than other disaster yeah. movies. Well, yeah, everything else going on around them was big. It was kind of background noise to the main plot right. of The Rock's just trying to save his family. Well, and, and a reason to that point, right? So to your point right there, usually what would happen in this type of movie, it's like, When's The Rock going to meet up with Paul Giamatti, the scientist right, yeah. who figured it all out? Right. Right? But they use Paul Giamatti as somebody who just kind of basically told you what was going on yeah. from the science. Yeah. You know, not so much like, we got to get to him so he can fix the world. Kind of a narrator kind of thing, yeah. I'm so, thinking like the core, right? Or yeah. whatever the hell it was. Yeah, it's not like The Rock like can't, the Rock can't beat the earthquake up. He can't fix the earthquake. Right. So there's no reason for them to meet. He's so, just got to yeah, get that, his that family. Aspect, aspect that's great that they didn't try to do something stupid like that. But the, the, the movie opens up, we find out The Rock is, you know, as we said in the description, his estranged wife, or yeah. he's the estranged the husband. husband. Basically, they broke up. Yeah. They, they're, they're apart. She married some baby. billionaire guy, yeah. who we think is a nice guy. It's yeah. Mr. Fantastic from the original Fantastic Four sure. movies. He's rich. Super rich. We don't know much about either of these people, right? It's kind of yeah. like ambiguous as to what happened. Yeah, why are they divorced? We don't know about it. Like, did The Rock cheat on them? Is he a workaholic? Seems like a nice guy, right? The tropey thing to do is to blame it on the on the girl. Yeah, sure. And I didn't get that from this in the beginning. Well, well, uh, my bias is kind of went out a little bit because the Rock had a. Well, I could call him the Rock. Is, is, he's not. He doesn't like to be called Mr. the Rock Johnson. anymore. Dwayne. What's his name? Gaines? Dwayne Gaines. In the, yeah, the movie. Uh, Rich Gaines. Roy Gaines. <laughs> Ira Gaines. <laughs> Ira Gaines. Ray. Ray Gaines. That's a bad name. Let's change. Let's not fix that, the name. You know, that is right? a bad name. Ray Gaines. He could take some lessons from Steven Seagal here. You know what? I was called The Rock. The Rock. All right. Great. A great uh, relationship with his daughter. So that. So he, I feel like he didn't cheat on her because if he cheated on his wife, then the daughter probably wouldn't like him so much. You would think. Yeah. And then, and then you have the wife who's about to remarry or move in. She with, was moving in. She wasn't getting yeah, remarried. Yeah. Move in with the rich guy. Now, that always sticks in my craw a little bit. Oh, yeah, you leave me, and you're going to move in with this rich guy sitting by the pool, buying the expensive things. And he's just trying house, to pick up trucks on the beach. Being a fireman. Right, yeah. And he's got the everyday, everyday rescue job. It makes you think, all right, who's this girl? What what happened here, right? Yeah, I guess it kind of was a tease in a weird yeah. way where they make you, the tro- like, they kind of went for the trope of, oh, she must have cheated on him, or she must have left him. Like, she left him for somebody better. Yeah. She left him for somebody better. And this guy's an architect, swanky yeah. architect. He's yeah. got a sweet house. Yeah. 40 plus years old. Never never had a wife. Doesn't have kids. Doesn't have a bastard kid anywhere. What does he say? He's, he's like, I didn't have children. Yeah. I had these. Yeah. And it was like my buildings. His buildings are his children, That's right? That's so lame. Yeah. So we find out later on, as you alluded to darkly, um, The Rock and, uh, and Carla Gugina had, had another daughter that, that unfortunately drowned. The Rock was trying to save her in a rafting accident, and he couldn't do it. He lost her. I can't blame him for being like... He beats himself up over it. Destroyed over it because he's a rescue firefighter. His job is to save people that do that. Yeah. And he was crushed because he couldn't save his own daughter. He was there, and he lost her. He couldn't couldn't help her, unfortunately. So he he carries the weight of that throughout their marriage, and it ultimately leads to their wanting to get a divorce. Divorce papers are served. You know what's the funniest thing? Yeah. No, I... I don't know a lot of people that have been served divorce papers. It's really funny. It's so like, funny, Drew. When you get divorce papers, <laughs> yeah. does it say 
you open it and it says divorce papers attached. Well, like, yeah, I think that's so you know not to throw it away. It's not junk mail. It just seemed very explicit. <laughs> like it was such a plot device. Like yeah. open the envelope, divorce papers enclosed. Yeah. If there if there was a piece of junk mail, wanted me to sign up for a new credit card. If they wrote on the on the credit on the paper on the envelope, divorce papers enclosed. I'm not even married. I'm gonna open it right, up just right. in case. You know. So it's like you better open this. Yeah. Like oh man, they got me. So yeah, we find out that The Rock beat himself up, kind of distanced himself from the from the family, and that's how they were divorced, or that's how they came to become separated. Fair or unfair? I think, you know, knowing what we know personally, I think that the wife actually was totally in the right because it seemed like he really couldn't get over it, yeah. but she had no choice but to move on. Right. Because he was maybe being distant to her, he didn't care about how she felt, and he even said it, like... It was his fault. Yeah. Blatantly his fault. Yeah, he fault. said I wasn't there emotionally. And, you know, they waited until the daughter was going off. The daughter's going off to college, so now's the time to get divorced. See, they stuck it out. That's nice parenting. Yeah, that's good parenting. I right mean, there. they tried. Yeah. And they're on good terms. Seemed like they're a good match for each other, right? No, they did. And, and I think as you see the movie go through, you realize what a terrible match this other dude was for yeah. her. But how do you think they met? This the, guy? The new guy. See, that's what I want to know because I feel like... You know, was she at a party? Like, they never really yeah. said what she did so for So let's a job. make this up. How did they meet? Do you think she was at one of his, like, openings for one of his buildings? Like, he was opening a building, the safest and the tallest building, yeah. and she was just happened to be there? Right. Like, is what she, was her job? Was she part of, like, the permits department, and she went to check it out? Like, See, what do you think? That's what I On think. On the job? Because I don't think she was out there at the bar. No, right? no, 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 no. No, I think she was probably working at, like, the, the, the county permit office. Yeah. Like you said. Or... Yeah, or his last building that he just completed. It's like a grand opening. Maybe it's a museum. Who knows what it is? And she's there. She and she's there. got like an evening gown on. It's Los Angeles, you know. That's what I mean. There's events going on. She's, you know. You know, listen, she could wear like jeans and a t-shirt and she would be oh, one yeah. of the hottest people So in she's the got movie. like an evening gown. It's got that little like, got a little slit there. Showing know? the leg? Yeah, shows the leg a little bit, a little cleave. What, there's a lot of cleave going cleave. on in this movie, by the way. There's a lot of cleave. A lot of cleave. And it's not right? even implied cleave. It's blatant no. cleave. And a lot of leading in. A lot of leading in. Is, right? Isn't isn't that like actually an earthquake term, cleavage? It's yeah. like a rock thing, isn't it? Like like literal like, what I don't know what the study of rocks is. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 right, right. I forgot what the word, geology? Yeah, that, yeah go for <laughs> geology? it. Sure, sure. The study of rocks? Yeah. Geography. No. Geography. Sure, yeah. yeah. The study of geography, <laughs> there's lots of cleavage in that. But re- no, seriously though. Yeah. Like she's she's laying it all out there. It's geology. And everybody's seen True Detective. But yeah. like, come on, that's come all on. I'm gonna yep. say. That's all I'm gonna say about the daughter. Yeah. But they also couldn't have Tom Cruise in this too because he'd probably be a creep with the daughter. Oh yeah. Whereas The Rock is all business. Sure. He's a loving father. I think. Uh, let's be serious now. I think it's The Rock's best like emotional work. Oh, he was movie. great. Like as far as an actor goes, and as far as like looking depressed and and actually emoting and caring, this was his best work. Well, right? he was great, especially when he told the story about the daughter. Yeah. He did a hell of a job, man. Yeah. And that's why, as for a disaster movie, for as little as he used his muscles, he actually did use his acting skills. And I think this is like a coming out party for I, The Rock. Anybody, he might not get the credit for it because it's just going to be written off as San, San Andreas. I agree. But I think this really shows his range. Yeah. And, and I kind of said this last week and we talked a little bit about it, but when I went to watch the movie last week, Jurassic World, I expected that to be better, right? And I was totally surprised by this. I went in thinking, eh, it's going to be a disaster movie. I guess I got to watch it because, you know, we had talked about it. Yeah. I really, really liked this movie a lot. Yeah. A lot more than I thought I would. So let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about Daniel Riddick here. Uh, the Chronicles the of? The Chronicles of. So he seems like a nice guy. 
takes the daughter to San Francisco. Where yeah, she, she's where going she, to school. She goes to school there. He's taking her to school or whatever. So tells her on the plane how he doesn't want to replace his, her father. Knows he has a good relationship. He just wants to be there for her. That was a very heartfelt right? speech. Yeah. Takes her to uh, a building where I guess he has that work done. And she's just sitting there and she's waiting. So long story short, she, she actually meets one of the other characters that she spends a lot of time with. We'll talk about them later. The brothers, the British brothers. The brothers British. But long story short, the shit hits the fan. Disaster strikes. She gets in trouble with her stepfather. So call called the stepfather, even though not with really. The stepfather. Yeah. She gets her leg trapped and he, he books it. He like a wimp, like a wuss. Like a coward, he books it and leaves her stranded. Let me let me Did say you see something this here. Let me say something yeah. here. They really set it up because they set you up to think, you know what? Maybe this guy's not so bad. You know, because the yeah. family it wasn't like the the terrible divorce style, yeah. right? It was the Rock. When you set up the movie, he looks like, oh man, I just don't have what this guy has. Yeah, he he took He's the rich. high every every interaction together up until this point. He took the high road. Very very professional. Very nice. And the Rock was supposed to actually drive his daughter to school. Yeah. He got his heart broken. He, he got his heart broken right in front of the guy. He kept it cool for everyone. Such a good dude. Wasn't it? Did yell. The guy yeah. says, oh, I got to go up there for, for business. I'll, I'll take you in my private plane. And he flies her. But, but yeah. you're right. Like, at first I'm thinking, man, I want to hate this guy because he's the rich guy, right? Yeah, he's the right. rich jerk. Sure. Yeah. But he didn't really come across that way. Like you said, he gave the heartfelt speech about how he doesn't want to replace her. Shit hits the fan. He's in a limo. Yeah. Get out of here. We got we to gotta get out of the parking garage. Yeah. He legitimately goes for help. Still, they're kind of like, all right, maybe the guy's not so bad. I yep. thought for a second, like, all right, he's definitely leaving her. Yeah. But he talks to the security guard, says, I need, I need help. There's a girl stuck. Rock falls on top of- Not the rock. Not the rock. Yeah. He didn't get rock bottom. He boulder, probably should have. A boulder. A gigantic boulder, a piece of the building falls on top of the security guard, and the Chronicles of Daniel Riddick loses his left shoe or something. Yeah. And that's it. The guy, like, freaks out. Yeah. Now, listen, I don't want to get into the ethics here. This dude has Carla Gugino moving in with him. Yeah. She's just moving in. Yeah, right. It's not really his daughter. Not his daughter. They not probably, really his daughter. probably known each other less than six months. That's what I'm saying. Less than. I'm not saying that I would have left her. Yeah. But a person that I think of this stature, you don't get where you want, where you are. You don't become right. the CEO of a billion dollar company by being empathetic towards other yeah. people. Exactly. It's not out of character I, I, for I him to I see exactly her. what you're saying, yeah. So he's been looking out for number one his whole life, never been married, doesn't have kids. He has buildings. He, all he knows that's ingrained in his brain is, is success, drive forward, save yourself. Survival. Look out for me. Look out for number one, and that's that. So I, it's not out of character for this type of person. Exactly. I'm not saying who, what he did was right. Yeah, who wasn't a dick, who wasn't a dick for all intents and purposes, right? But I'm just saying, like, yeah. he saw a guy literally get, like, smushed. Right. For lack of a better word, smushed, like... Completely smashed in front of him by a yeah. gigantic boulder. Uh, he yeah. kind of went catatonic. Right. Right? And and you kind of said this to me the other day after we watched it. Like, you didn't like the way they portrayed him, right? No. So after all that, right, after between cuts of The Rock and his wife trying to get to his daughter, save his daughter, they show this guy. And they make him the villain of the movie where he's like throwing people out of the way. Look out. Pushing babies, pushing He's the kids, face of pushing the mothers. Yeah, right? So you're like waiting for him to die. They're setting it up. They're setting up like the scene where he finally gets his comeuppance. And when he finally does, you're supposed to cheer it, right? And I felt awkward about that because I didn't see him as the villain. I just saw him as, look, the guy just went catatonic. You know, his shit was hitting the fan and he he freaked. He freaked out. 
and he went every man for himself, which a lot of people would do the same thing. See, when he left the girl, I gave him the excuse. He went crazy. Yeah. He just, he saw somebody die in front of him and he went into survival mode. Like, I just got to say to myself, don't really know that girl anyway. Realistically, she's probably dead anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, right? Yeah. I wouldn't have done it. I'd have gone back for her. I liked, I like to think I would have gone back for her. Yeah. Right. Right. I didn't really hate him until he pushed that guy out of the way for the cover. Uh-huh. That was like totally, that was totally like vindictive. Like leaving the girl in the, in the, in the parking garage, one thing, but then taking a guy's out of cover so you can take cover in his spot. Yeah. Yeah. Go All right. So that's that. kind of murder. That was murder. But straight he, up. But he wasn't the one spraying, you know, debris at the guy. He was like, hey man, you're in my spot. Let me move. That's classic like bully. That's like schoolyard. You're right letting there. him off the hook. Yeah. That was a life or death situation, no, yeah. and he pulled the guy into yeah, a death I, situation. Should do that. I'm not saying I would do that. That yeah. was bad. Right, but uh, I, but I, again, at the same time, I don't want him to die. No, listen, I'm with you. Yeah. But up until that moment, I thought, all right, this guy's just going crazy. He, he's, he's not with it, right? He saw somebody yeah. die in front of him, blah, 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 blah. But then he literally pulls somebody out of cover, and the guy dies instantly, and he looked like like almost satisfied, like, yeah, I'm still alive. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I don't it's know. Like, it's like the dude in, uh, in Cabin Fever, right? Yeah, yeah. I made, I made it. it. <laughs> Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou, man. No. Cabin Fever is a great yeah. movie. So who's stuck in the truck or, or, or the limo downstairs about to get crushed by Boulder any minute? It's the lovely, beautiful, talented Alexandra Daddario. The, her stepfather bolts, leaves her for dead. But who goes and gets her are these two British kids. One, uh, a 22-year-old there for a job interview who he tried to chat up with her earlier before the shit hit the fan. Awkwardly. Yeah. And then we have uh, Rick and Stark, his younger brother, who kind of facilitated the match, right? Yeah. He was he was the mouthpiece for the nervous 22-year-old kid. So that's where the hell he's been all that time. Yeah, right? He's been in Los yeah, Angeles. He's been in Los Angeles. He's, he's gotten bigger in Los be Angeles. Being matchmaker. So they, I thought that was a sweet move, yeah. though, by him. So... After chatting with uh, Alexandra Daddario, she gave she gave the digits up, right? About five minutes interaction, they find out that she's down there alone, and they go down there and go to save her. Would you do that? Would you go down there after talking to this girl for five minutes? I mean, the possibilities of the rewards <laughs> are endless. Listen, but I probably would like just. I like to think I would, right? Just because yeah. you know you had a connection with somebody, regardless of romantic or not. You right. you met them on a he personal. Was he was right, he was so there was that. But I don't think he did it because of love. I don't think he did. So it he did love. it for the right thing to do. I think part of it was love. Yeah, let's be serious. Sure, part of it was love. Yeah, but generally speaking, I think he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, jumped in there, thought maybe I can help her. He heard somebody screaming for help. Yeah, definitely a personal connection because you might tune it out if it's somebody that you don't recognize. Like, because yeah. everybody's screaming, right? The whole place is coming down. Yeah. But I like to think I'd have done the same thing. Yeah. So if, if the guy, if, we, if they would have come to find out, hey, there's an old lady in the back of a limo, she's trapped, would they still go down there? I, I think he might have tuned it out. You know? You know what I mean? I see. I question the, I question the morals. Now, I'll be honest with you. I would not have gone down there. And not knowing the person. Even with her, though? I, I'm, I, would be, I would be wuss-like. Now, I wouldn't be stepdad and go pushing people into boulders and stuff. But at the same time... I would not handle myself well in a disaster. So it's, I'm not sure if I would have gone down there and saved her, knowing that, like, you know, this building's going down at any moment. I don't know if I'm a hero. The thing is, I'm not in this situation. I don't know if I'm a hero or not. You need to be in the situation yeah. to find out if Maybe you I are would a be. hero. Maybe I would be. I feel like it's something you can't say you would do unless you were it's in true. It, you true. Know? I agree with you. So these British kids, right, 
who become a partner with Alexandra Daddario, the daughter of The Rock and Carla Gugina in this movie. They're, they're along for the ride for the rest of the movie. She's with them, and the, and the Rock and the wife are looking for the daughter, right? So you would think since they saved her, it's going to be damsel in distress. They're going to be saving her this whole movie, protecting her. That's is, the tropey thing to do. Yeah. Is, is that what happened in this movie? Hell no. Absolutely not. She was badass, yeah. man. Oh. So any daughter of The Rock yeah. is going to know, any daughter of Ira Gaines is going to know what to yeah. do. <laughs> because legitimately, like she knew everything, right? Yeah. But I did think it was kind of funny. Because we, we find out, like, she knew where a radio was, right? So she knew there was a, an emergency channel on a radio. Yep. That's smart. The one thing she knew, like, I was saying it, I hate to be the guy that's, like, yelling out loud, yeah. watching the movie, and they're like, oh, we need to find a landline, landline phone. Yeah. I was like, yeah, find a landline, right? Yeah. And then they're like, where is it? Like, go to the credit card machine. It's yeah. probably right there. <laughs> it's really easy to find. And, like, I love how during the movie, Rick and Stark, there comes a decision point later, which we'll get to, where it's like, do we go with her? We're kind of almost near the saving point. Yeah. She's saying we need to go backwards. Rickon Stark is like, no, we got to yeah. trust her. She knew everything. Well, she knew about an emergency radio. <laughs> she knew about the landline yeah. phone. Like they were kind of like flimsy she reasons. She used common sense. Now let's get That's serious. Like she wasn't a genius. She used common sense, which she learned from her father, which is great that, that she could be able to retain the information. Right. That she can handle her own, know what to do and not panic in a bad situation. But the, I think it was the Coast Guard that was, instructing people to go to this other place. Right. And they were like, no, let's ignore the Coast Guard. I think we should follow her. Now, I don't know if I would have done that, you know? Well, they were almost there, yeah. right? They were almost right. there. Good thing they left, I guess, because it was a tsunami. Sure. You know, yeah. maybe they got on the helicopter or the plane. I don't know. Yeah. In hindsight, it was the right move to not go to the Coast Guard. But I, I also love to, like, in going back with her, this guy somehow gets hit by something and he gets a piece of glass in his leg. And it reminded me so much of the forgetting Sarah Marshall like scene where I was like, oh my God, that's a huge piece of glass. <laughs> like it's like in his thigh. Yeah. And he pulls it out and it's like, it was barely in. It's a tiny shard. But listen, I don't want that in my leg either. It's a baby gash. It looked so it's funny to me. It's a baby gash, as Martin Lawrence would say. Let's talk about the other piece of this picture. The Rock and his wife, his estranged wife, excuse yeah, me. Estranged husband. On the other side of town here. They're down in Los Angeles. She's up in San Francisco. She's with yep. these British guys. She's helping save their lives. Meanwhile, we've got The Rock. He knows my daughter's in San Francisco. Yeah. I got to get up there. Yeah, we got to get there. I, I know she's a smart girl. She's going to know where I want to pick her up at. Let's go down there. Let's get her. He just happens to be flying, I think, for maintenance in this helicopter, right? Uh -huh. And he gets a call from his wife, who's at a meeting with her new, like, boyfriend's... The Chronicles of Daniel Riddick, yeah. his sister. Yeah, her her almost sister-in-law. Right, yeah. almost sister-in-law. I guess. What do you call this? Like the sister of the guy you're moving in with? Is that is there a term for that? Uh, your sex buddy sister. Yeah, your your sex buddy <laughs> sister. Right. So she's she's having lunch at this building. That building starts to come down. She calls Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Says this thing's coming down. Yep. She's like freaking out, and he's like. I'm already in the helicopter. I'll come get you. Yeah. Get to higher ground. Go to the roof. Now, listen, I don't live on the West Coast, so I don't know what it's like in an earthquake. Yeah. Do they tell you to get to higher ground? Because it, it seems counterintuitive. Yeah. Like the building would fall over. Yeah, I'd be afraid the building would fall over. I would go down. And maybe I, I'd probably be wrong. But see, and, and maybe it's wrong because shit will fall on you. Yeah. Versus like the buildings are made to withstand the yeah. tremors, I, I guess, guess. I guess it would take a lot to topple the whole building, but... I wonder, see, hopefully this is accurate, because I bet a lot of people would follow that advice based on this movie. 
So if shit were hitting the fan and I decide to go up and it's wrong because I saw it in a movie, I'd feel really stupid. I'd feel really dumb, right? But she she's up there, right? She gets up to the roof. The yeah. whole thing's coming down. Everybody's right. dying. He's in this helicopter. He picks her up. Yep. Instant rescue. Let me ask you about the ethics of this. Yes. So you're a rescue firefighter. That helicopter's not yours. Sure. It's, it's, it's your employer's. And I know you've got to do what's best for your family because you're trying to save it. What are the ethics around him taking this helicopter and flying from Los Angeles to San Francisco to save one person? Do you think that's ethical? It's, it's gray. It's a gray area. I'll tell you that. I I get it, but it's totally wrong because that copper could be used to save dozens or hundreds, right? Right, and and maybe he would have. Maybe he yeah. like he just kind of basically quit his job. Yeah, but he did like Grand Theft Auto, rip a guy out of there, You're punch right. him, and steal it. Right. You're right. Maybe and, it's his copter. You know, nobody else would be driving that except him anyway. I liked the thread of this this whole dynamic. Right. So he's. Because I kept thinking, like, I hope he gets back with his wife. Because yeah. it didn't seem like a bad relationship. It just seemed... And then that's how we find out what we talked about before. Yeah. He couldn't save his other daughter. Yeah, they have a... They're, as, they're dry, as they're flying to their daughter to go rescue her, that's when we have, find the backstory. They have a heart-to-heart. And they kind of, in so many ways, almost make up, right? They started to kind of fall back in love. They bond a little bit out of the disaster. What's important in life, right? Exactly. And... You know, they wind up going on their own adventure, saying, oh, we're going to come save you, the and of daughter. Course, of course, they fall into uh, pitfalls, engine failure, you have to find a new plane, yada, yada, yada. I love that piece. Like, he's in yeah. another plane. He just happens to be a parachute school plane. Yeah. And right. you knew they were going to use the parachutes. Of course, yeah. But the whole point of this is, they didn't even need to go there. Right. Alexandra Daddario is, she's fine on her own. Sure. She almost died trying to be saved, yeah, that, but she could have saved herself. That was my big takeaway from the movie is the entire second half of the movie was trying to save the daughter that didn't need saving because she was very tough on her own. Yeah, she was She was totally yeah. fine on her own. She was in more danger trying to get to an exact building that her dad was going to pick her up at. She would have been much safer had she just chilled and went to a safe place on her own that she knew was safe. So we talked about the two major threads. But there's another kind of thread that is maybe the narrative glue that holds the movie together. You've got Dr. Paul Giamatti. Dr. Paul Giamatti. Whose friend dies in the opening earthquake at the Hoover Dam. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, pretty epic. Right. Great scene. His friend told him to go out there. We got to investigate this, the tremors. We got a new way to predict a big earthquake. Yeah, his partner. His partner in crime. Uh, Very passionate about it. It's like they're very excited that this earthquake is happening. Not, not Not for the... it's like, like the people in Twister, right? Right, yeah. It's exactly like the people in Twister. They're yeah. earthquake chasers. They want to be able to predict it. If we, if it's big enough, if the plates didn't exist before, we're going to be able to predict this stuff. We and it's going to be it. awesome. And everybody's going to buy our book, Tremors, on sale now, $14.99 hardcover. I want to know where you can buy that because I lo- it looked like the biggest book ever. Like, how yeah. much can you write about an earthquake? It was bigger right. than, like, the dictionary. <laughs> yeah. It right. was so big. It looked like a freaking, like, a book you'd buy in college. So what do you think? So when I was watching this, I, I maybe correct me if I'm wrong, if you agree or disagree. The scientist aspect of the story was I liked it, but I feel like Paul Giamatti was like overkill. You So you mean like you thought he was too good of an actor for that role? Yeah, I felt like, you know, they could have used more of that Paul Giamatti money to maybe like boost the special effects. Those special effects were already great, but they could have been right. even better, maybe even Oscar worthy. I- what right? are the chances a movie like this would ever win an Oscar? Like, Maybe for the effects. If we're, if we're looking to the future, like say a movie like Warcraft wins the Oscar for best 
for best special effects that happens, at the 2017 oh Oscars, right? So it could maybe for maybe, sound design. Maybe San Andreas could have won it, or if this was last year, I don't know what won for special effects last year was a Star Wars or something, something like yeah. that. So it could have won had they not paid Paul Giamatti his is his awesome actor salary. Could they have picked like a worse actor, right? Yeah, who, I like, mean, who look it up? I don't know if we can look it up real quick. Like right. who 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 do, is there anybody you admire that would be worse than Paul Giamatti, but still could have carried this? This is basically this narrator's role, so to speak. Give me, give me the criteria. Like, what do you mean by worse? Like, worse looking, worse acting? No, equally looking. Not a great looking guy. Like a lesser name. Lesser name doesn't even have to be as good of an actor, but has to look like a doctor or a scientist. Has bringing, scientific qualities. I'm googling this as we speak. I'm gonna Google actors like Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I'm looking up like. So, all right, so I got. I found a list on IMDb. Hold on a second. Let me bring this up here. I'm going to name some names. You just, you tell me whether you think that it would be right. good or not. All right, rapid fire, go. Robert Redford. No, too old. Seth Green. Seth, Seth Green? I'm just, no, I'm messing with <laughs> Next. Gary Sinise, who I like. Gary Sinise could do it. Not bad. Put uh, him on the list. What about? He's cheaper than Paul Giamatti, I bet. John McGinley, who's the doctor from Scrubs. No, too goofy. Chris Christopherson. Who's that? Whistler's daughter's Whistler, father. No, no, too old. If, if anyone knows what I mean. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, too good. Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges, not good enough. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Too, too old. old. <laughs> yeah, too old. Uh, hold on, I'm going down this list. William H. Macy. Too eccentric? Yeah, yeah he's too shameless. Too, yeah. Too much of shameless. See, okay, I was going to name this, but this is too military. Kurtwood Smith, Red Foreman. No, 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 no. He always plays like a general. He's got to be a general, yeah. What about Jack Nicholson? Too old, too goofy. Bill Nye. Yeah. Too perfect. Too perfect. Yeah, he could do it. And he'll do it for almost free, right? He he doesn't have the acting chops. I got one. Name some. Forrest Whitaker. No. See, I that's that's a terrible he sucks. fit. It's a terrible fit. He might not be cheaper than Paul Giamatti, though. That's that could be a downfall. See, I'm pretty sure he has a higher rate. He won an Oscar, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did, but everybody so did Nick Cage, right? Everybody wants an Oscar. What about Adam Savage from Mythbusters? See, he's like probably a better actor than Bill Yeah, Murray. I don't know if he's an actor though. He would probably fall flat in this movie. I love how Paul Giamatti is on a list of actors that look like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> well, I hope he looks like him. <laughs> what about Nick Nolte? Too goofy, too 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 insane. John Goodman, too jolly. See, I'm, I'm going down this list. You know what? You know what? Maybe Paul Giamatti is the guy. Maybe I'm dead wrong. See, because I I feel like Paul Giamatti, like he's the perfect. Maybe he is perfect. Like I don't know. I can't. I'm looking at. I'm still scrolling, and I can't. Willem see. Dafoe. It's, yeah, he's too diabolical. Too ugly. <laughs> he is, well, you said lesser looking, right? Well, yeah, but you can't be too ugly though. All right, you know what? He's right. He's the right Hold one on. for I it. I got another one. All right. Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy. All right. He, is he too young? No, because just give him some gray he's hair. He's a doctor in Batman yeah. Begins, so he's, yeah, I guess he'd do Dr. it. Dr. Crane. He's Dr. Scarecrow, yeah, whatever. No, you're, you're right. I think he is maybe, good. Maybe he's right. Maybe I was dead wrong on this. After looking at the other options, after your name in there, you know what? It's it's kind of the reverse yeah. of Wayne's World. Like, can we yeah. get can we yeah. can we get somebody better? Yeah, it's like maybe we can get somebody can we get worse. Somebody worse, save some money, play maybe. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, Giamatti didn't play a huge role in the movie, but I did think he was pretty good. Like, yeah, he was good. But I'm saying that's why, like, it wasn't a big role, it wasn't necessary. But, but I, I was wrong. Forget I said anything. I, I think part of the the charm of Giamatti's character is that, like, like I said before, 
he wasn't the ultimate, we got to get to him, yeah. right? There wasn't really an end goal. The end goal was like, we just got to survive. Sure. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we need to cure the world of global warming. We need to stop this meteor. Yeah. They like, there's be nothing able, you yeah, can do. They want to be able to predict this stuff so when, uh, when San Andreas 2 comes out, he'll be ready to go. Yeah, I like it. Which, by the way, is a real thing. Are you kidding me? San Andreas 2 is in the works already. Everybody signed on. Is the rock in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's in it. You're not making this up. I'm serious. Yeah. It's um, it's about the uh, Pacific Ring of Fire. It's like a horseshoe Are they shape. on vacation? I, I don't know the, I don't know the plots no, there is, of it. There is yeah. the, the Ring of yeah, Fire. The I remember Ring of Fire, that. Pacific Ocean from, uh, from, the East Co- from the West Coast of the United States all the yeah, way through yeah. to like Australia, Japan, and the Philippines and all that. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. It's so happening. What, do we have a plot for this? Uh. No, that's just all I know is about the Pacific Ring of Fire. See, my guess is it's going to be the British guy and Alexander Daddario on their honeymoon. Maybe. And they're going to be out there. I don't know how many years later. And the, the, <laughs> the Rock's going to have to fly a helicopter across the Pacific Ocean. What's the colon? What's the colon? It's San, San Andreas colon Ring of Fire. Yeah, Ring of Fire. San Andreas yes. colon Ring of Fire. There you go. See that? But it can't be San Andreas if it's not the San Andreas fault. <laughs> like, what could it be? Like, I, Well, and it kind of is, I guess, because they're still going off of the West Coast of the United States. I mean, they made... They made they made Tremors, right? Yeah. They made Tremors the movie, and they made like seven of them. Tremors so we can't two, call Tremors it three. Tremors. Yeah, it's not about worms under the ground. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. I mean, there's a quote that we'll, we'll get to later, but like the actual San Andreas fault. Like, yeah. I mean, they name the name of yeah. these things, but I don't, I don't know how you can make a San Andreas colon a brand. Yeah. I like colon Ring of Fire. Yeah. So we got way off track there. Sorry, sorry about that. That was my fault for diverging into the Paul. You should have trusted Paul Giamatti, man. Hole. Yeah. I'm sorry, Paul, for 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 doubting your your importance to the movie. Here's another thing. Let's get the random factoids about the disaster before we head out. I love the 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 aspect of running away, trying to outrun the earthquake. This happens a lot in all disaster movies where you try to outrun the volcano, the earthquake, the tsunami, outswim the tsunami. And it's like disasters don't work that way. The earthquake doesn't come like in a straight line. You know what I mean? Like it could it could pop up in different areas. Yeah. And there are multiple times where people were, were just flat out outrunning the disaster. And, and, and to, to more random points, and I totally agree with that. Yeah. Like, where are you running? Like, yeah. There's no way you can go. But yeah. it's human nature, I guess. Right. You just, you don't know what else to do, so you run. Yeah, but but it's always like they're always just beating it, you yeah. know? But that doesn't work that way. <laughs> My other favorite thing was like driving a boat over a tsunami. <laughs> yeah, that was like, the best scene of the movie. We got to get to it before it crests. <laughs> like, and, this was classic yeah. disaster movie stuff. Yeah. And not only was that hard enough to get over that crest. It was awesome. They, all of a sudden, the huge ship is in the way that they couldn't see before, so he had to make a turn and almost got his head chopped off by I the like propeller. I like that he turns it like he, he cuts the wheel like yeah. it's a car on the highway. That was the best boat of all boats in the history of boats. Dude, was he, was, he was driving straight up through <laughs> all kinds of like debris yeah. and metal shards and building shards. And it, it, was, it was awesome. It was like the fastest safety boat that's ever been made. So one other kind of random thing, too, is the idea of looting in a disaster. Yeah. Now, these people, I mean, this is the earthquake to end all earthquakes, yeah. right? They're feeling this shit on the East Coast. Right. It's, this is not a joke. Yes. And there's people taking out flat screen TVs, like, just by the yeah. truckload. What are you going to do with the TV? You, the TV's probably broken, bro. The it's, roads are are broken. You know, you can't even drive away with, a, with like, the TV. I just never understood looting in a disaster. Like, yeah. I just never, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, oh, my God. It's your opportunity to get free shit, man. But it's like. What are you going to do with it? The whole, the, like the San Andreas Fault is open. There's a there's a, a, a chasm in front of you. You can't even drive down the highway. There's a yeah, hole. I know. I know. It doesn't make any sense, but people lose their shit. It's like they they try to get the, try to make the best of it. And like the, the rock commandeered this, this you know, nice Ford F-150. Well, he, he stole that truck. That's He's, Grand Theft Auto. But but somebody else already stole it. So he, he like he stole kind it of, from someone who stole yeah. it. And then someone else tried to steal it from him. 
but I best I like the part how like he he made it okay in his head. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't know, I, I shouldn't do this. Yeah. And then he gets in the car and yeah. he sees that the wires are already ripped open. Yeah. And he's like, well, they already stole it. So. Yeah, so let's do it. Well, let me ask you real quick. Can you can you hotwire a car this day and age? I, I don't think you can. Can I? I don't. Not I you, but anyone. Like the, the modern cars, a car made after 2010, say. Are they hotwire proof? I feel like you can't just twist a wire and hotwire a car anymore. Don't they have a, what is that thing called? The Jimmy stick? Yeah. I, I feel like you can't do that unless it's like a car made in 1990. Yeah, that was a sweet truck, too. Yeah. I, I had, feel like I feel like you can't just rub two wires together and do it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Hit me up, uh, car car guys. Yeah, well, Let me know. I don't know if it's possible. Yeah. So to wrap it up and to wrap the movie up, the Rock and Carlo Gugita, his wife, finally meet up with the daughter of the two Brits. Um, they meet up in a building. There's manufactured drama where Alexandra Daddario drowns. He pulls her out after using some rock muscle, does CPR for like five minutes. She would have been yeah. had major brain damage, yeah. man. Yeah, and after after uh, Carla Gugita gets her Oscar gets her Oscar nod uh, death scene where she gets to mourn her daughter for five seconds before she miraculously comes to life. Great acting. Yeah, the movie basically ends after after a couple of embraces. You know, the thing I want to say about that though is like she didn't really need saving, and we no. said this multiple times throughout this episode. They kind of, I guess, this is the Rock's movie. It's not Alexandra Daddario's movie. Yeah. So like they had to have him. You know, beat the earthquake. Yeah, save the day. Yeah. Because so, he couldn't save his other Yeah, daughter. So she had to almost drown. But really, it seemed kind of tacked on a manufacturer, did it not? It seemed like it was unnecessary to have to have her give CPR and all that. It just seemed way yeah. tacked on, right? So after after that, a very dramatic scene. You know, they're sitting there, they're looking out at the disaster. What do we do next? We gotta rebuild. How do you rebuild? Man, how do you it's rebuild? very stressful yeah. thinking about that. Like it it's it's like any natural disaster, yeah. right? Like like if you think about Hurricane Katrina in New yeah. Orleans, like New Orleans they rebuild still, the city. New Orleans is still in trouble. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like this is this is like major. Yeah. It's like all and down up and down the East Coast. And I think I looked this up before because I forgot about the day after tomorrow. I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, like the whole place froze. It's like, no, they just all moved south. Like that's what they did. It's like, oh, we just moved to Mexico. So, oh, yeah. so now yeah, so now Georgia's a little more a little more tight. Right, that's right. All yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what right. I mean. Like, but no. So, I don't know how you do it. Maybe we'll find out in the sequel. We'll see. We'll see if they're living in Mexico. But even Mexico is part of San Andreas' fault. So it's true. Uh, actually, most of it. Ring of fire. Most of Mexico is, is is through the San Andreas' fault. Um, if I have my geography right, not uh, your geology. My geology. You have your geology right. <laughs> so, do you think The Rock and his wife get back together? Do you think it stays? Do you think it's strong yes. now that, that he got to like avenge the, his, his daughter's death by yes. saving his other daughter? And I'll tell you why. Because yeah. most of these types of divorces, right, in movies, it's like, oh, she cheated on him or he did this. The yeah. only thing that went wrong in this marriage was the fact that... He beat himself up for his daughter's right. death. Yeah, He couldn't get over yeah. it. It he, was a mental thing he couldn't get past. He couldn't get over it, but yeah. now he got over it, and she didn't seem to really stop loving him. She only moved no. on because she was like, well, he doesn't... He, he wouldn't let her in. Yeah, he couldn't let her in. Yeah. So it's like, I think, yes, they do stay together. Okay, so it's for keeps this time. But the real question is, do you think that Ben and Alexandra Daddario stay together? Absolutely not. That was total disaster relationship. That's 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 a pure summer fling. Circumstance. You know? Yeah, so, summer dreams ripped at the seams. Butt hut those summer nights, you know, Greece style. I think, guys, guys, geek, all right. 
He's he's a whip. He was he's, an engineer. He he's trying to save her though. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. But what is that? What does that? What does that get you? A three months out of relationship. A, what, what does that really dude, get you? He saved her. Like her future potential stepfather left her to die. Yeah. And this guy risked it all. Yep. That she saved him, so it was payback on the same day. So they're even. Yeah, they're even. Call it even. Right? They call it even. No, so, I think he loved her. I think she loved him too. I don't know. I, I think it's in the moment, you know. I, you know, people get bored. You know, he's what? a smart guy. He's got a British accent. The guy had no personality. The the his brother facilitated. That's this actually whole very thing. true. Unless his brother is going to be his mouthpiece his entire life. It's like you know when he's got the earpiece in, he's yeah. going to go on the dates and he's going to yeah. keep the earpiece in, and his little brother's going to tell him what to do and say yeah. on the date. Yeah, that's it's going to turn to a rom com, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah, no chance, no shot. I, 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 give it, I give it three months max. She's still going to college, unless the college is destroyed. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, they never said exactly they where she was going. Did they? Going. It's in San Francisco. I mean, it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. The college is done. Caltech, Berkeley. She's going to do online college now. Yeah. What do you think she is? is she pre med? She looks like she's she. She looks like a doctor. I think she's pre med. I think she was yeah. either a doctor or a psychologist. Yeah. Some type of medical field. Yeah. Yes. She seems that way. Got to help people, especially follow her dad's footsteps. Overall, I really like this movie. Looking forward to the sequel. I don't yeah. know about you. Even though. It, won't even really make sense. Fine. Everything sequels these days, so let's let's go for it. I mean, if it's got the rock in it, yeah. I'm in. If it takes him away from Predator or the Predator, yeah. I'm out. If you look at his IMDB page, it's like he's he's got a full schedule, man. It's like booked. He's booked. You, he sleeps two hours yeah. a night, if that. Yeah. He's got like Journey to, Journey to the Center of Earth 17 to do. He's got Fast and Furious 12 he signed on for. Saying, he could make some cuts. Yeah. Come on. Fast and Furious, yeah, that's at the top of the list. Yeah. Fast eight, whatever whatever we're Furious Eight, is that what we're calling it now? I had as a fast or furious. I don't know. The, the, furious eight, fast and furious. I would go whatever. furious. Furious sounds like a better because it was title. furious seven. I think I think they should keep it furious. They're building everybody. Kurt Russell's in the next one. I'm excited as hell. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Hopefully, he takes some time and joins the Predator, and then I'll be really happy. Yeah. So I think we've gone on long enough. It's been a love fest as always on the Last Row Podcast. If you're looking for us on the web, it's thelastrowpodcast.com. Hit us up on Twitter at the last row pod facebook.com slash the last row pod google play music and lastly head on out to itunes give us a five-star review if you're enjoying the show we'll read your review on the air and send your personal thank you thanks to everybody that's done so already much appreciated and we'll see you guys next week alexandra Dario. so alexandra Dario and carly regina hottest mother daughter hottest on screen duo in the history is that like an mtv award it should be an interview. It should be a last row podcast or something. So I'm thinking like uh, Jimmy the Curtis and